What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast, presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. As always, your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones, and it is our Super Bowl extravaganza episode. We're going to talk all the Super Bowl storylines. We're going to talk about all of our favorite prop bets, everything to do with gambling for the Super Bowl. But before that, there was obviously some really big news this week in the sports world, in the world in general, kind of shook everybody up, shook us up. Uh, Kobe Bryant died tragically on Sunday in a helicopter accident, um, kind of really out of nowhere. His 13-year-old daughter was on board with him, also died. Uh, another father and daughter that were on her basketball team also passed, as well as some other passengers. Really just terrible, terrible uh, situation all around. So obviously our thoughts, our prayers with the Bryants, with the other families affected, and anyone affected by this. Um, just terribly sad. I mean, one of the one of the best top ten, inarguably top ten basketball player of all time. I think. Um, you know, that's a terrible loss for the NBA community. Seems like a guy who was really just getting into the prime of his life. Obviously, you know, he had his playing years, but he's only forty one years old. Had a beautiful family. Seems like I mean, you see you see him at all these Lakers games and all these other NBA games, sitting courtside with this thirteen year old Gigi that was. The the girl version of him, it seemed like, out of the basketball court. Uh, it's just it's just terrible. I mean, I know I'm sure you guys probably feel exactly the same on that. Yeah, I mean, it's to me it was you know I went along with what uh, Pat McAfee had to say. It was the first time in my life I actually shed a tear for uh, you know the loss of a human life that I of someone I had never met. Um, and I think that I think a lot of people were in that situation. Uh, a lot of people probably did the same thing as me. It was it was hard uh, to deal with. It was it just it's a testament to his his impact beyond basketball. Uh, but obviously, as a sports fan, it hits different. And not even a Lakers fan, I can't even imagine what it's like being a diehard Kobe and Lakers fan and dealing with that. It's a whole nother level. Um, but to me, this was like this is this isn't Michael Jackson. This isn't Prince. This isn't princess diana this is it's bigger it's it's more impactful it's more meaningful uh kobe you know his reach especially in today's age group is is farther than all those people and with those with those others you know with the exception of princess diana there there's some element of, of self-destruction uh you know there was drugs involved there was health problems involved that kobe was like you said, he was entering the prime of his life, happy, healthy. He looked as happy as he's ever been his whole life. Um, and it was just, it was, it was, it, it's beyond devastating. There really aren't words to describe it. You think it's, it, it hasn't gotten any less unbelievable or devastating in the past, you know, three days. Um, obviously, it's hard to escape on news and, you know, social media, but just hearing all these stories that have come out. That you've never heard about him. All these things he did for you know sick kids, for the the water boy in Sacramento, the towel boy in Minnesota. Um, lives he changed 
in an instant that he affected in an instant in such a positive way. Uh, you know, for it, it, a lot of people didn't like Kobe all that much during his playing career, especially in his prime. Uh, whether that was, you know, hatred towards him threatening Jordan or just, you know, him beating your team. But the last five or six years of Kobe's life, it, uh, if you didn't like Kobe, I don't really want to know you. Because he was, he was about as good as it got as a human the last five or six years. Um, so it's just, it's unbelievable. And I don't think it's going to set in for a while. Uh, it still doesn't seem real. He was always one of the, he's Kobe, man. It, he didn't seem didn't seem like he could die. It didn't seem like he was ever going to go anywhere. Um, we were looking forward to another, you know, 50 years of Kobe in the basketball community, walking up on that stage with a cane like Bill Russell. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's unconscionable. Yeah, well said. I mean, he probably didn't have the impact of, of some of those people. Maybe he did to those that were um, – that grossly involved in the music industry you know we're not you know you don't have to mourn kobe's death if you didn't um you know some people don't don't have a strong attachment towards him but most of the world does um whether you're in china new zealand anywhere most people knew him or knew someone that cared that cared greatly about him and um was really hurting right now and you know like you said the eight the seven other people this is just so such a widespread tragedy, um, and like you said, this was not self-destructive. So he really couldn't control this. You know, I hear out all these new information about how close they almost made it, and the helicopter being in one piece. That I just don't want to hear it. It doesn't make it any better. It just makes it worse. The conditions. It's just. It's just terribly sad, and probably the the closest thing to it. Is probably Thurman Munson, who none of us were obviously alive for, but you know, Thurman Munson, you know, passing away when was when he, that was a long time ago, but he was another great man, and um, Thurman Munson, of course, wasn't what Kobe was. Thurman Munson to baseball wasn't what Kobe was to basketball, the world, but that's probably the closest thing in sports. Um, where you're just so struck and just don't know what happened yet. It still doesn't feel real. I was out having a brunch, having a good time, and <clears throat> I look at my phone, and I have four or five different people, Kobe, holy shit, and I'm just like, respond right away. I go, what? And they go, he died. And then I, I see, you know, the copter, no, no deaths yet, and I'm just praying that it's a miracle, and it's obviously not, but... You know, we have a lot of different players honoring them in diff- different ways, which I think is awesome, whether the eight-second shot clocks, the 24-second um, shot clock violations, um, putting the ball, Wiggins put the ball on the free throw line where he, on the court where he passed Michael Jordan for fourth most point, third most pa- points all time at the time. Um some players are giving up their number eight and number 24 jerseys, and I think it's all great. Um, not here to tell anyone how, how to mourn, you know. Um, some people figured they, didn't sh- they shouldn't have played basketball game Sunday. Some people should. I was I thought they should, but either way, there's not a right or wrong answer. Some people would say they, they Kobe saw, thought you should play, 
and then Tuesday they canceled the Laker game. But I mean, you know, for for LA, it's a, such an overly emotional time, as you guys said. We can't imagine um, growing up in that being your idol, that being your Derek Jeter, your your Dwayne Wade. For me, I didn't even grow up in Miami, um, but you know, there's all different ways of respect that people are are showing Kobe, and you know, I think it's all great. I don't think there's any one way to do it as long as you're in the right, um, you know, have the right intentions in mind and, and seemingly everyone does in that regard. So um, it, it does bring people together in a, in a very solemn way that, you know, it's unfortunate that it, it takes this to bring people together, bring a lot of people together for the most part. You know, Shaq reached out to Penny Hardaway, someone he's not in good terms with people are making up who, you know, you don't know if you're going to see that person again. So it's, uh, yeah, I, uh, I didn't realize until Shaq was talking the other night on that special, uh, pregame that they did that the last time he, he spoke to Kobe was Kobe's last game. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Shaq, oh Shaq, yes. Shaq said that, which I thought they were like good. I mean, I guess they're good. I mean, Kobe, he, he DM Shaq's son the morning of the accident and asked him if everything was good with him. So, like, obviously, like, the families are still on good terms, but it's kind of crazy that, like, even them, like, they were on good terms, but the last time they talked was, I mean, three years ago. Yeah, yeah that's four years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. Four, yeah. And, I mean, obviously, one of the biggest issues Sunday was the irresponsible just uh, reporting by so many different people. I mean, TMZ had the news, broke the news, but the family didn't even know yet. The family found out through social media. Like, that's terrible, first of all. And then it's being reported that his whole family's on board with him. Then no family's on board with him. And then two of the daughters are on. You know what I mean? It's like that That was just, I couldn't believe, like, the lack of just ethics and responsibility from. And, I mean, we don't take things too seriously here. But, I mean, that's just something. That's the first thing you learn I mean, in journalism yeah, school It's just, like, how to handle something like that in your ethics, like ethics 101. And no one is adhering to that because the race to break the news on Twitter. Like, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's and disgusting. we're talking about a literal life and death situation. You're I talking mean, about kids, too. You're not yeah. even talking about Kobe's one thing. You report that Kobe's dead, he was on the manifest. That's fine. But when you're going to talk this about kids basketball, lives, this is life and death. Yeah, this yeah. is literally oh, like, I mean, Rick, Rick Fox was dead for an hour. Yeah, that like, too. Yeah. Like, you heard everything, anything from Rick Fox being dead to Kobe was the only one in his family that died. His entire family died minus his wife. Um, three of his uh, three of his daughters died to one of his daughter dying to five people dying to nine people dying to Rick Fox dying. I, I, I mean, I mean, there was a legitimate to the NBA games being canceled to them to them not being canceled. There was, I, I don't know in the contemporary era, most recently, if there's ever been something so mishandled by the media and by and by reporting. It's just, it's sickening. Like, like people should lose jobs over this. Like, no question. For sure. But they, they like won't. People's jobs, but when it's life and death and you're literally just spreading misinformation and, and that you're talking about people's livelihoods and lives and and you're causing panic and harm to people. People are texting Rick, calling Rick Fox and saying, "Why are you answering? I thought you were dead." Like, how does that make him feel? He's he's watching this from his couch, saying, "Rick Fox dead." What? Think about that. You lose you lose you, 
a tragic event. You lose all these people, probably one of your good friends in Kobe, or have some relationship with them, and people are saying you're dead. That's just a surreal feeling that almost n- nobody goes through and nobody should go through. So that I have a big gripe with. Another gripe, don't want to spend too much time about it, but um, anyone on the high horse saying, you know, we shouldn't be mourning um, Kobe for his past actions when he was accused of rape or um, just turning this into some sort of political um, event is just is just beyond sickening and blaming. I see people blaming sides and, and just it's just so uncalled for and I hear stuff, you know, wish there was this morning with our troops. I mean, I, we're all appreciative of, of the troops, military, whatever. This doesn't have to do with that. We have a personal connection with this guy because he was so he was so upfront. He was so transparent. He was a part of our lives since we, whatever, when he came into the league. And Dave, you probably know, what was it, 98? 96. 96, 96. 96. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I was three then. So I, My entire I, life. Literally yeah. my entire life. So, I mean... He, we have a personal connection with him. We felt a personal connection. Doesn't mean his death is any less, any any worse than any of the other eight people. That was all tragic, and there's lives lost and hundreds and thousands of people affected. It just more people felt a connection to him and and knew him because of obviously his stage and and everything his career entailed. And he had an incredible career, and it was the start of being an even more incredible person. Um, so it's just you, you see, you know, you see all this stuff. I see this stuff with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson and how um, enriched he was into their family's lives at such a young age. I just to me, I see how many people he's close with them. Like, how how was he close with so many people? He was close with everyone. If he seems like all these players, their kids, their families, these rep- everyone was. And I just it, it's 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 crazy that. He he affected so many lives on a personal level, um, on, on people that n- knew him and people that didn't know him. So he seemed like the type of guy that you, you you had one interaction with him and you felt like you were in his life. He felt he felt like he he made you part of he made you special just by talking to him for whether it was thirty seconds or a, a, a year, you know. <clears throat> Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's you know, it's it's crazy the the far-reaching impact he had with you know family members of friends to you know like I said, they're they're the King's equipment manager had they start heard that Doug Christie telling a story he had a stroke in two thousand eight. King's equipment manager. They think about how much the Lakers and Kings hated each other at that time, and Kobe he had a stroke and Kobe was the first one to call him when he woke up. <clears throat> It's just, and there's another report today that the last four or five years of his career, Kobe was making secret trips to uh, children's hospitals to go see the kids. Didn't tell anyone. There's no press coverage. He sneak in the back door, sneak out the back door. He just wanted to pay pay a visit to the kids. Um, it's just, there's countless stories and ways he affected lives and for the better. Whether it was a 10 second interaction or you know someone you, he spoke to every day. It's just, yeah. I agree, it's crazy how, how impactful he was to so many people. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely just a huge loss all around and something, probably like we all said, probably the biggest loss for our generation of not just sports fans, but people. I mean, every time someone throws a piece of trash towards a can from across the room, they're yelling the guy's name. 
I mean, he's literally like he's been part of our culture forever. Seriously. And, so, and, so help me God, if I hear someone yell another fucking name ever again, throwing in. Yeah, no, it's it's always got to be. It's gonna be Kobe forever. But, but I better uh, not be fucking hearing Harden. Yeah, no, definitely not Harden. That fucking yeah, bum. If, if my kid ever says Harden, I'm bringing him to the fucking adoption agency that night. <laughs> and it's crazy because you like not to talk about stats too much, but like you look at Harden, you look at Kobe, like numerically and you know like, style wise, they're obviously not the same. But you know, Harden's more of a three point shooter, chucking it up. But they have a lot of similar numbers and similar accolades in, in regards to scoring titles. But like the big difference is like just like it's all about attitude and demeanor, really. Like, and you see that on the defensive end, like offensively, like. Harden is obviously insanely talented and he's gifted and he can take, you know, so many threes and hard shots like Kobe did. They both they both were great hard like difficult shot makers. So their percentages weren't as good as some other people that are, you know, posting up in the and and getting wide open looks for three like spot up shooters, but um it's just his mentality, the Mamba mentality which was really his work ethic and everything. Why I think he, another reason he's so relatable is, you know, the guy was 12 time all defense. Like LeBron it's doesn't do that. LeBron doesn't do that. Like he doesn't give that type of effort. I think Hard Jordan was only 10. Yeah. I mean, jo- you know, Kobe played four or five more years than Jordan, but still. Yeah. They, they basically, they were on the same field in that regard in regards to defense. If you, you know, add up the extra couple seasons, but you know, it's just like, that's where it's like, and when the two compare are compared, other than just offensively, it's just like no, stop. It's just it's the it's the defensive commitment, it's the mentality, it's the him taking the shoes of his teammates and saying Kobe shoes and saying y'all don't deserve these, you guys are soft. Like he's just yeah. While, while Kobe was in the gym getting up a thousand shots, James Harden's in the strip club getting up a thousand singles. <laughs> Speaking of giving up a thousand singles. Let's get on to a little bit of a lighter subject. We will definitely be talking about Kobe for a long time to come, but we obviously needed to address that this week. So, again, thoughts with his family, with all the families affected by this, everyone affected by this. Uh, Hopefully they are in a better place now than they were a few days ago, and they continue to recover from this. Um, But this is a big week, guys. This is is Super Bowl week. This 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 is our favorite week of the year. It's a gambler's favorite week of the year. I mean, aside from the first two days of March Madness, which is just literally the most nerve-wracking and exhilarating and fun days of the year, the Super Bowl is right up there. It's like one A, B, and C, in my opinion. Yeah, gambler's paradise. Yeah, this is just – there's nothing better. And let's let's just get into it, guys. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. So, obviously, off the top, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the biggest thing here, the game. Right now – the Kansas City Chiefs, one-and-a-half-point favorites on my bookie. Um, Over-under is at 55-and-a-half. I, now that we're a few days away, I am leaning towards San Fran plus one-and-a-half. I think that the, I think the run game is going to be really important for them. I could see uh, Mostert going off again. Probably not for 200 yards again. But he's. I think he'll break 100 yards. I think he'll have one or two touchdowns. Um, Jimmy, I think he's going to do what he needs to do to keep moving the ball down the field. You know, they get in those third down situations. I think he'll be able to convert exactly like he did in the NFC Championship. He's going to do what he needs to do. It's, he's not going to be the MVP. There's no way. 
it's probably going to be Mostert or Kittle if Kittle has some big receptions, maybe a touchdown. But I think this, the Niners are going to win this game. So I'm going to take them plus one and a half. What, what do you guys think on the spread? Um, I, I haven't, I haven't wavered. I, I like, I'm slightly leaning chiefs. Um, I just, I think Mahomes is different. I think Mahomes is the difference maker. Uh, he's so good at improvising. He's so good at game planning uh, and pair him with Andy Reed. Uh, I, you know, I, it could, like I said, I could get caught in a Panthers Broncos situation, but Mahomes is different, man. Uh, and, and there are numbers that show how much the Niners defense has struggled with uh, quarterbacks that get out of the pocket a lot on the run. Uh, and Mahomes is probably, it's either him or Russell Wilson is the best in the NFL at doing that now that uh, Rodgers has kind of taken a step back in that area. So I'll, I'm leaning slightly towards the Chiefs. At one and a half, I might, I might just take the money line and say fuck the spread. It's only 120 or 125. Minus one twenty, one twenty five. Um, so for that, yeah. that extra, you know, ten on the juice, I might as well just just take it. Um, money line, but um, I'm leaning towards the Chiefs still. What about you, Sal? Yeah, I'm on the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I'm on the Chiefs. It's it's like what Dave said, the Mahomes factor. So for me, this game can go a few different ways. But so if the Niners start dominating the run game, and and the Chiefs go get down early. It'll be tough, but the Chiefs can get back in it. Um, we've seen the Chiefs shut down running backs like Derrick Henry. We've seen Mahomes orchestrate twenty eight point comebacks in a quarter. We're all confident. If it's like seventeen nothing or seven, or it's like I don't know thirteen nothing, seventeen to three, the game's not over. You know, you'll have one of your asshole friends say, "Oh, it's over, dude. Good. Super Bowl sucks," but. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Everyone who knows knows it won't be over if it's like in the first or second quarter. It's like the fourth quarter at seven, but it won't. It won't be. So we know he can come back. He's capable of it. But if Jimmy G goes down seventeen three, seventeen to six or something, they get down by ten plus points. As far as I'm concerned, the game's over. Like, uh, like people are confident in Jimmy G. They're throwing out these numbers of highest fourth quarter this, this, that. And he's throwing the ball four yards to Kittle, and Kittle takes it 50 yards. I'm sorry, that doesn't really impress me. Um, Jimmy G hasn't impressed me. I don't think if they're down double digits, they're going to be able to to come back. And especially because Chris Jones is back and healthy. He's their third down um, pass pa- rushing passer specialist. Uh, in addition to Frank Clark, you got the Honey Badger back there. Um they are well equipped to pass the rusher, and if they get up, if they get up big, and I don't think they will now. I don't. I think this will be a close Super Bowl. But if they do, that's a situation where I think Niners will not be capable of coming back. Oh, they do. They do have some talented receivers. They do have the talented tight end Kittle. But so I like the Chiefs as well. I like. I like them. Like Jones said, whatever minus one and a half, minus two, maybe even just do money line. <clears throat> doesn't really hurt, but two bets I do like, and it sounds weird to say, because you never want to make a bet and lose it, but sometimes um, it's kind of a form of, I guess, hedging. Um, I like betting Niners to win by 1-6, to six, and I like betting Chiefs to win by 1-6. to six. 
I believe they're both around three four plus three forty and plus three fifty. So if one wins and one loses, I don't know the math, but it's you're still I think it's around plus one eighty or plus two hundred. Is that right, Dave? Um, they're both around plus three fifty. For what? So I'm saying Niners. I I'm I'm gonna take Niners to win by one to six and Chiefs to win by one to six. Um, and they're uh, both around plus three fifty. So it's a form of hedging, and it's still a very good profit um, from making the two bets. And because, yeah. like, let me think about it. Let's say you bet you're a hundred dollar better. You bet a hundred on each. So now um, one loses one. I'm saying it's a one score game. One loses one hits. That means you're down a hundred. You you lose the hundred, but then you win three fifty from the one bet. So that means you're you're profiting like two. Like two and a half. Yeah. So yeah. it's still really, really good. I think it's a really good way to hedge this. The the kicker would be if is if someone loses by seven, and this is this could very much be a touchdown touchdown game. But um, that's the only thing. I mean, I don't really see it being more than a touchdown loss, either way. But you know, <clears throat> from talking to people, a lot of people like the Niners. A lot of people like the Chiefs. There's no distinct um, like sure bet winner. Like some, if if someone says it's like surefire, I think they're biased or they played for the team or they like the team. Like it doesn't matter. The spreads too. Like this is one of the lowest or one and a half, whatever it is. This is one of the lowest spreads. This is one of the closest Super Bowls in years that I recall spread wise. So I, I'm taking a 12 point um, radius of a range of. Losing by six to winning by six. I feel like that's a really nice payout for something that's going to be a close game. And like I said, the only way is if you lose by a touchdown. But, you know, and somehow if it did go to, if it did go to, if it, you know, if it's a seven point game, the team ties it, goes to overtime, you know, boom, overtime is an automatic win. You know, then you don't kick the extra point. So it's six or fewer. So that'd be a win. So I really like that. I think it's a little. Maybe it seems too good to be true. I don't know, but I think it's a good like find. No, I, I like that. Yeah, I um, I think there's one thing that we probably all agree on, though. I think on the total, I think you got to go over on this. Fifty-five I, and a half with these two offenses. I would hope so. I mean, I yeah. think especially after last year. I mean, having a having a sixteen point total last year, I think. I think we have to go over 55 and a half this year. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not as high in the over as you. You know, I'm an under guy, but I, I probably agree with you. I think there'll be points scored. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it'll be. Um, I think it could be close though, but um, I, I, I probably would go with the over. I'd, I'd say 28-31. That's the score I'm thinking of. 28-31-ish around in that and the Chiefs by a field goal or so. But um, but if as long as there's 50 points scored, I win my playoff uh, Super Bowl pool as long as the Chiefs win. Or if the if I kicked I picked over under a 52 before the, or the playoff started, the guy I'm going against who I'm tied against has 48. He doesn't have anyone in the Super Bowl. I have the Chiefs. So as long as there's 50 points or more. So how much of a lock is that, 50 points? Easy. 50 or the Chiefs winning. That's like, I feel like 80, 90%. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think that's a either one. Like if a, you just so. need one of those, I think that's a lock. Yeah. So I think that, I think that's a lock. 
what I'll be rooting for in addition to all the Super Bowl boxes. The Super Bowl boxes are so fun, too. Um, one of our friends has like $1,200 in boxes, we found out today. <laughs> Who? See that, Dave? Who? <laughs> Who is it? Uh, yeah, Bliss Bliss has a, a mountain of money. Oh, jeez. He's, he, 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 like, he, him and his boys, they're all, he's like, they're splitting it a lot, but they're like $1,000, $2,000 boxes they're going in on, and like everyone else is like, what is going on? Yeah, well, we did $2 they split it. In our, in our group chat. Yeah, that's because a bunch of cheapskates we got in our group chat, and we barely filled it up. We had to like, people who bought like five had to buy five more just to fill it up because everyone was too cheap to buy a fucking $2 box. Uh, yeah, that's that was bad. Next year, I w- next year, if we can, depending on everyone's career path or whatever, I would like to do five dollar boxes. Yeah, you know, but, but pick I, up I an extra shift out. one week. What? So like, pick, yeah. pick up an extra shift. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of pathetic. Uh, yeah, well, if I win the first quarter, I make five bucks. Great. <laughs> yeah, that was. Well, let's uh. Let's go on to the MVP. Who do we? Who do you guys pick for Super Bowl MVP? I'm going, uh, sticking obviously with my Niners pick to win. I'm gonna go with my man Raheem Mostert to win the MVP. Uh, seven to one, pretty good odds because if the Niners win, I think he's gonna have a lot to do with it. I mean, he had the four scores in the NFC Championship game, ran for like 200 yards. Like I said, I don't think he's gonna break off 200 yards again, but I think he will have a uh, very direct and very big impact on this game. So if the Niners pull it off, would not be surprised to see him get the MVP. And seven to one, it's a good value. You sure Garoppolo is going to throw for at least sixty-eight yards? I know. I mean, and at three and a half to one, he seems like the obvious choice, right? Yeah, such value. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think's higher? His sucks, his thirty-five to one odds or his passing yards? Yeah. Probably his, <laughs> probably the odds. He, <laughs> honestly, that's such like a money. That, wow, that's his odds like, are plus three fifty. That's such a sham. That's the literally that's the books being. Yeah, like, shit. It's not even thirty five to one. What am I talking about? Three point yeah, five three, to one. It's three and a half to one. It's yeah. not literally be like he. Yeah, three and a half. Will he have more than three and a half completions? <laughs> I, I'm with you. I mean, if you, I, I feel like, I, I don't know how con- I like that play. Um, and then if the Chiefs win, it's Mahomes, and there's no other yeah. person that can even win, I don't think. I disagree. I, mean, next, I disagree. Maybe Kill you disagree? Who do you have? I think, like Tommy said, I think Tyreek Hill is the best value at 20-1. to 1. He's the only guy that he, he also returns punts. Let's say he brings a punt back. He also is a guy who can make a huge play. Mahomes can throw a wide receiver screen and... Tyreek Hill runs it for 90 yards and a touchdown on an explosive play. If he has a couple plays like that where it's clearly not Mahomes' doing, Mahomes could have three touchdowns and two of them are Tyreek Hill who, you know, caught a six-yard pass and ran for 60 yards. But, but they always give it to the Super Bowl. I mean, give it to the quarterback. They always What's give it. How many fucking times? Dion Branch or whatever won. Who was it? Dion Branch, right? He won the, yeah, he won like the NBA. Ed, Edelman, Edelman won last yeah, year over oh, over Brady. Yeah. So uh, I'm not saying it's likely, but there's a reason Mahomes is even money and Tyreek Hill is twenty to one. Yeah. No, I mean, I, mean, I think no, there's, I think Tyreek Hill is one of like two or three people outside of the quarterbacks who could win it, and I think he's the best. I think he's far and away the best value 
and I think he's probably you could argue he's the most likely outside he's of the most talented. I mean, I mean, I don't. I see Damian Williams as good odds. I don't see Damian Williams having any chance. Most of his no, his work no. is in the passing down. Um, I mean, the other other player I would I would think would be either Kelsey would have a shot um, from the Chiefs' point of view, and then. Um, you know, I to think me, um, Kelsey, Kevin, I like Kevin Coleman. Kelsey's Kevin good, Coleman, but... if they use him on the goal line like they did earlier this nah, season, I don't, I, mean... I don't think I don't think Coleman. Yeah, I but to overtake worst. to overtake a quarterback, it's got to be stuff that is done after the catch. In sp- yeah, in spite of the quarterback, not in spite, but you know, it's clearly not the quarterback's doing. Uh, and Kelsey, while he can get he can get touchdowns quick, we get three against the the Texans. He's he leads the NFL in targets inside the 10 yard line or in target share. Sorry. Uh, which is, it's like 41 and 41% and change. Yeah. And, you're saying it's not, it's that's, that's both so, him and the quarterback. Yeah, if Kelsey has four, four touchdowns for, you know, 39 yards, I'm not giving him the MVP. Yeah. But Tyree kill could have two touchdowns for 210 yards with six catches. Then I'm giving yeah. him the MVP. I, I yeah, that's a that's definitely a good value play. I mean, I, I if I'm going San Francisco, I like Tom's pick of Mostert because that's how they want to win. They want to win running and pounding the rock. Um, yeah, I mean, if he puts up the game he put up last week, I mean, you can book that. That's MVP yeah, without a doubt. You can book it. And then Nick Bosa plus sixteen hundred. You know, something, something possible. I mean, not my favorite bet. Yeah. I would I wouldn't put. It. I mean, it's it's a six plus sixteen hundred. It's a you know, a dark. Throw. I just don't think he's versatile enough to pull off the the uh, Von Miller MVP award. You know, Von Miller plays. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't. He I wouldn't. plays more upright. He he had an inter he had a pick six in that game. I believe he had pick six or yeah. a fumble recovery for touchdown, um, and a couple sacks. Like so, I I just don't think Bosa's plays a vers- versatile enough. He would, position. he would need three sacks at, at least. Three sacks and one of them's got to result in a turnover or a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think for, yeah, San, for the, San Francisco, I mean, it's more wide open because Jimmy's not a guaranteed lock to win it because if you watch them play, he's obviously it's not him. I mean, Kittle's another one that could be, but I do, if I had to pick anyone, I would pick Mostert on that value. Um, to be honest, though, Dave was talking about um, Hill. I, I, I like Hill for, for other reasons. Um I, I really like Hill in this game, so it's 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 it goes with what you're saying. I like Ty- Tyreek Hill over longest reception, twenty eight and a half yards. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I that's, think that's, that's a, I that's think a lot. that's a mistake. I mean, I see Richard Sherman getting burned by Devontae Adams last week. What do you think Tyreek Hill's gonna do to him? Come on now. I mean, Tyreek Hill. Oh, I yeah. saw him praising Sherman, and he's he's taking the high road. Awesome, but Tyreek Hill's gonna get moved around. Uh, Sherman only plays one side, but they're gonna they're gonna be matched up a good amount of the time. They're gonna want that matchup because <clears throat> Sherman is not a burner, and Hill obviously is arguably, if not the fastest person in the NFL. So I spent the whole season running from the law. Spent the, <laughs> spent the past year running from the law. He's in shape, dog. He's Richard Sherman ain't shit when you're running from the law. <laughs> yeah, he's on that Antonio Brown workout. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's on that so, AB workout grind. <laughs> so I figured, to be honest, I figured it was going to be something like 40 yards. I thought the over-under was going to be like 40 yards, and I still was thinking about going over. That's how <laughs> confident I am in him. But 28 and a half? 
Like, really? I, I don't see it. I mean, the over of 76 and a half, um, the over of 76 and a half um, total yards like that as well. Um, and then I'm looking for the rushing attempt here. Where is it? Um, Tyreek Hill. Um, total rushing yards, five and a half. Over, oh, baby. Over. over. Come on. Come on, son. Five and a half. These teams love the jet sweeps more than anyone. You got the Rams that love it. You got the, you got, you know, obviously Shanahan and, and the uh, Niners. And then, and then you have Andy Reid. They're both offensive geniuses. They're both going to be creative. I think this is going to be some wacky plays in there. Um, I don't hate uh, Kyle Juszczyk getting, you know, over his receiving total or rushing to- total either. I think it's going to be some some crafty, creative things plays here. But five and a half rushing yards, whenever I see Tyreek Hill get a rush, it's always for at least seven yards. So, yeah, yeah, he you know, so people fast, may be thinking he's, he's a wide receiver. Why would you pick him? Like I said, they do the jet sweep. He's going to have at least two to three carries, I'll say. I'll say he'll get two to three carries. Um, and at least one of those will be for six yards. And and then you have, you know, and then you have, because you have Debo Samuel, who who's basically his version on the other side, who's just as fast and does similar things. But I can't find it right now. But his rushing total was a lot more. Are we go? Wait, are we going into our our props now? I thought we were doing Anthem and Gatorade and all that. Yeah, uh, let's I, uh, yeah let's I go just, over those. Then we'll go over. I got off on a kilter. You so, talked about Tyree Kill. I wanted to piggyback off it, but we can do. Yeah, let's do. Let's start with the national anthem. So, national anthem over under always a nerve wracking one. Uh, I think the official is at one hundred nineteen and a half seconds. So one fifty nine and a half. Uh, two. I think it's two minutes and a half a second. Okay, so. So it might be and a half. two minutes. It might be you know two oh one, but in that range, right? So I think at two minutes and a half second, I'm taking the under. I've been burned by the over two years in a row. I think I'm taking the under. Right, Tommy? I know on all things, but I got burned. I got burned the year uh, two years ago. Got burned by like ten seconds. Last year got burned. I'm taking the under, and I know it's going to go over because I'm taking the under, but I'm taking the under. The worst was, I think it was two or three years ago, when Lady Gaga sang, sang Brave twice. She fucked up and didn't time it right with the flyover. Yeah, and, and they didn't count it. No, they graded Well, it depended on the book, but most books graded it as the over. And, I, like, she uh, she was uh-huh. done. The, brave, the first Brave done, that was under, and then the second Brave was over. So it was just a bullshit of back and forth. I, I got burned because I had the under. And I was like, yes, let's go. And I was like, wait, she, she already said that word. What are you doing? Yeah, it's fucked. You just hate um, to see that. So there's a lot of alternate lines I'm seeing on my book. There's 123 and a half, 121, 117 and a half, 115 and a half. Um, so, but the odds aren't great for the over, obviously, because everyone, like 123 and a half is only minus 145. On um, the over? Yeah. 121 seconds is minus 195 on the over. Yeah, I mean, that's just them trying to get people to hammer the under. Um, But for me, I'm still going over, and I'll tell you why. Because of the singer. Uh, That's how you have to play this. Um, I will say five of the last ten performances have... Five of the last ten Super Bowl national anthems have gone over two minutes. 
uh, with the longest being Alicia Keys, two minutes and thirty five seconds. Jesus Christ, what was she doing? Oh my God! Is she get a fucking you got, like drink of water in the middle of that. Where was it? Did she have a ball suit? <laughs> Yeah. Like you got that she got halfway through that and it was like a minute 45 seconds everyone's like, "Oh, word, the bombs are bursting in here cuz I just bet the mortgage on it." Yeah, and then shit. Kelly Kelly Clarkson the year before her was the shortest in, in the last 10 years. It was a oh, minute yeah, minute guess? Yeah, go go ahead. 149. Lower. So uh, a minute wow. 27. Higher, 134. Wow. A minute That's less sick. than uh, Alicia Keys the year before. But um what if- so back to this year, uh, Demi Lovato in in uh, in in her career, she sang four public, similar to this, national anthems. Three out of the four have been under two minutes. We're at one fifty three, one forty nine, and one fifty eight. But the most recent one, which she sang the national anthem before Mayweather McGregor in two thousand seventeen was 2 minutes and 11 seconds. But that was before rehab. That was before rehab. That was before this rehab, is, Dave. <laughs> this is, that's what, I know, but that's what I'm saying. I think this is going to be a real national stage coming out party. Because let's be honest, no one watched the Grammys. No one gives a shit about the Grammys, especially after Kobe. They should have canceled that shit. I watched the Grammys, unfortunately, because of the people that were watching the Grammys. Um, Get new friends. <laughs> but I mean, she was very emotional, and as you could see, like Demi's very emotional, and people loved it. And I, I was like, she looks pretty hot. <laughs> my, yeah, my 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 thing is, I'm I'm still taking the over. I think they're tempting people to try and take the under, um, knowing that she'll she'll probably go over. Uh, we're all also all waiting for that fateful Darren Ravel tweet that tells us what how long the. Uh, Super Bowl practice run was. Uh, but yeah, I mean, two minutes, 11 seconds in the most recent one. It's going to be an emotional thing for her. The Grammys doesn't even come close to the amount of people she's going to be performing in front of here. It's not even one-tenth uh, of the amount of people. So I think she's going to draw it out. I think this is going to be even more emotional for her. This is a real, real global stage. Uh, so give me the over. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 206, 207. I like 206, 207. That's but where I'm at. I still got to take the under. That's was I don't know. I still got to take the under. I'm just, I, got, I have a feeling, you know? Everybody knows the 12th step of recovery is singing the national anthem in over two minutes. <laughs> oh, that must be why I'm still so addicted to just, you know, all my vices. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been given the opportunity to sing the Star Spangled Banner yet. Yeah, I mean, That's the issue. once you can do that, that in over two minutes, you're good. Your your life's back on track. Uh, what about what about the uh, the Gatorade shower? What do we think? I think I gotta go with uh, blue at at five to one. So I uh, I've been I did a lot of research on the Gatorade today, and I, <laughs> as I, always, as always, you know me, you know me with the Gatorade, um, but. One of the most surprising things I heard or I found out is Vegas has been tricking the American people, st- robbing them blind with putting red as the favorite every goddamn year. Red has not been the color of the Gatorade shower since 2000 or 2001. Wow. And it's been the favorite or the second favorite every year. 
It's second. I, I, I figured red this year because they're both red teams. <laughs> so yeah. a red team's uh, got to win. Yes. Two, 2001 was the last time red was the... So that means that was what? Uh, Tony Dungy <laughs> with the... with the Or John Gruden with the... Uh, what's it? The Bucks? Yeah, if I'm, if I'm, Bucks. Yeah. Wait, wait. Or doesn't was that was that Ravens or Bucks? Uh, Ravens or two thousand. Smack the Giants. Yeah. Okay. So wait, who chooses the Gatorade color? The, co- the, 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 the Gatorade color is reportedly chosen by the team's captains or star players, the most influential people in the locker room. Okay. Was Sherman a captain for the Seahawks when they won? Yes, and it was so blue. The color blue. It was blue. Okay, they were also a blue it was, team. I don't know. If it was. Uh, you're not seeing it clear. Okay, and the last time it was clear or water, clear slash water was 2008, but it was clear slash water for four years in a row from 2008 to two, 2005 to 2008. So, and, and take then it then for what it is. The yellow. last yeah, last year last year was. Um, last year was blue and orange. Last hit in Super Bowl Fifty. So, so with all that bevy of information, what do you make of this? I I think you gotta go. I I haven't done. I tried to find videos today of the of the uh, championship games to see if they had uh, dumped anything on Kyle Shanahan or Andy Reid. Um. But I, I think there's no value. Uh, there's no value on. I mean, I'm, I'm telling people not to pick red. It hasn't happened in 20 fucking years, so obviously it's probably going to be red. But I don't think there's any value in picking red. I mean, something that has you're paying, you're getting two to one something that hasn't happened in fucking 19 years. Um, okay. I think I think blue or orange is your play. Um, Sometimes they pair lemon lime and and green or you know yellow whatever. Yeah. Um. So or or purple. Purple's not Why a bad pick either. Plus twelve hundred. Because it's rare. <laughs> well, well, that 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 makes sense. But when was the last time? But so is red. So is red. Red's uh, purple's been hap- has hit more times than red in the last 15, 20 years. And red's the fucking favorite. It's because everyone is, is everyone, everyone defaults picking- to red. I was thinking red. I didn't know it was going to be this severe favorite just because they're both red teams. Yeah, no. Because that would probably a lot of people think, right? Well, yeah, yeah, good. It's just Vegas taking advantage of the of the, you know, the public. It's it's a. Oh, so I think I'm going to go blue. I think that's what I would pick. Yeah, I think blue's a safe bet. Um, Plus five hundred. I like Sherman. I, I like blue. I like orange, and I like purple. Those are my. If you, could, I think any one of those is a, is a good bet. All right. Let's, well, uh, the purple is, you know, I got to throw a lot of money on it because of the payout. Yeah, twelve to one. That's gotta, the good. Yeah, you, you, get... you pepper. You throw a little, you know, a little bit on on blue and orange, then you pepper a little bit on turkey. Wet the beak a little bit. I mean, on <laughs> on turkey, on purple. <laughs> I'll <laughs> I'll tell you, there's a prop that I love involving the halftime show that we can only hope comes true, and oh, that is Thomas, you dog. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira are they gonna kiss? Because God, I knew where that was going. Eight to one says that they're going to, and I think I like those odds. 
I think I like I those think, odds think, a lot. I think you're an idealist. I think I am too, but I mean, hey man, A-Rod's probably whispering in his ear. He's like, yo, J-Lo, I, I know those hips don't lie on Shakira. Why don't me and you both find out? And then I think they're I th- I think they're gonna you know I think they're gonna they're gonna go for it. It's gonna be pretty crazy. Another one that I'm gonna write about that I like is if Jennifer Lo- uh, Lopez will show butt cleavage. Yes, at five to one, I think butt that's cleavage. the lock of the year. Butt I think cleavage. That's what is the lock what, what constitutes butt cleavage? I think the bottom of the butt cheeks. Oh, like the bot. Oh, I okay. I thought we were talking like ass crack here. <laughs> I think. The I mean, I think. Butt- I think any outfit she's gonna be wearing is for sure gonna be showing off the the, the bottom of the butt cheeks. I saw a tweet well, today. Well, I, I don't know about that, Thomas. Because because what about Mister Rodriguez? Will he be happy yeah. with that? He'll be sitting there with a dumb fucking smile Which on his face, me. taking videos of his cell phone. Yeah, well, but he's, he's going to take videos happen. of her, his cell phone of her naked in the hotel room later. Like, I wouldn't well, want her. Will he be shown during halftime plus 200? You're sure as fuck he will. Yeah, absolutely yeah. they're going to That is That is one of my locks. <laughs> that is one of my locks of the Super Bowl. They're going to show this motherfucker grinning. He'll probably be taking a selfie, like, on stage or something. Like, plus 200. I'm pretty sure it was, like, plus 300 at one point, but it's plus 200 now. Like, he's going to be loving every second of it. You can fuck it. Yeah, I I think I think that's also a A-Rod lot. is one of the most self-consumed, self-absorbed people in sports, and, and, and I still love him, even though I hate the Yankees. I just everyone loves A-Rod, and no one loves A-Rod more than himself. Maybe the cameras. So... You keep muting yourself, Dave. Sorry. If A-Rod can get himself in front of a camera at halftime, he, he'll be shown. And he'll love every second of it. Yeah. So. I mean, I think that's something that's, uh, if, you're, if your uh, book doesn't have it, then get on my bookie because got, they got it, so. Yeah, the, 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 the amount of great props on here is, is unbelievable. It's, it's, my bookie has a tremendous amount of great bets it's just they have hundreds literally hundreds what do you um where i'm not seeing what's the longest field goal attempt here uh all right kicker props let's see i just had it up yeah fuck um it's under field goals right um, i don't see it under field goals though is it under Total points, total points, total points. Will he miss? <clears throat> Longest grow. Nope, that's a punt. What do you under? Uh, kicker props. Oh, kicker. I was under field goal props. You right. Well, I can't find it. They don't have it under either. kicker props either. Yeah, it's not on here. Huh. Really? That's wow. odd. No, they they gotta have it. I, there's so many kicker props. Like that, there's like literally <clears throat> longest gross punt they have. They have. Well, they got total punts. Will there be an Epstein didn't kill himself sign shown? Yeah. Five to one. Yes, I I I like that. I think someone will sneak on there. 
I think it's going to be uh, – uh, I wonder if they count that in the crowd. Like the, I, I don't think – That's they got, what I'm saying. I don't, I don't they got trust the, that. They got the delay in the thing. Uh, the only way I see that happening is if they do like one of those outside the stadium panning like a tailgate yeah. or something like that. I don't see that <laughs> happening in the game. Um, just because I also know they're like somewhat vigilant about like checking signs. Right. So right. – like I've been, uh, you know, I, I've been, I've been taken. I've had a fuck Boston sign taken away from me at Yankee Stadium, <laughs> like going in, and it's just like, really, come on. I mean, great. Granted, I was like fifteen, but you know, whatever. there are, there are some crazy special props here. Bomb threat to be called in on day of Super Bowl ten to one. Yes, um, not saying anyone should do this. But I mean, if you know you're a, that, though, how do we know that? How do we? They're not going to tell us, right? Yeah, I think it would make news if you know you made a big enough stink about it. So I think some Wait. fucking sharp out there number just... number of women claiming <laughs> yeah. to sleep with Jimmy G during Super Bowl week. Talk some about days. talk about a fucking money maker. I mean, literally, just two girls get girl. together. Hey, fuck Jimmy G last night. Oh, I win. But here's the thing: is Vegas isn't. What are they going to acknowledge? What are they going to acknowledge as a real? Kier, Mia, and one other porn star. Just call, text one other porn star friend who is verified on Twitter, and say, "Guess who had a threesome with Jimmy G last night? We did. Winner, winner, chicken dinner." It doesn't say actually did it. Number of women to claim sleeping with Jimmy G during. I'm sure Super there's Bowl. hundreds. Yeah. But I'm saying, on what avenue, what platform do they have to? Are they going to acknowledge this? Like, like, I'm just saying, if it's two people like that, like two well-known porn stars, you can't. There's, there's no conceivable way if there's two verified tweets. Like, talk <laughs> well, about that. It's the ultimate receipt. Will D. Ford line up offside? I saw that. <laughs> Plus three hundred. Isn't he? No, he's he does it the, all the time. Is he? Is he still on the Chiefs or is he on the Niners? He's on the Niners. He was on the <laughs> Chiefs last year. Right. That would be crazy. Yo, he, he, he did it like. Didn't he do it? He did it like. What did he did it? Do it two times last week? Two weeks ago? Yeah, I, I kind of. I kind of. He's like, like an idiot. He does it. He cost them the Super Bowl, the chance at the Super Bowl. He was the one that, caught, that lined up offsides when Brady threw the pick. And I'm pretty sure he did it one or two times against the Titans. Like he's an idiot. Like, yeah, I mean they're they're literally in the Super Bowl if he's not offsides last year. That game's yeah. over. He threw an interception. And they're winning. They're winning the Super Bowl too. Not. I mean, yeah. That that team versus uh, Cooper Cup plus Rams. Like, Rams should have lost that. I mean, you could have conceivably had Chiefs Saints last year. I love NFL players in the stands to be shown on TV over four and a half, but my one concern is does it count if they're on the sidelines and not, or like, you know, in the media section or something, like not in the stand. Like if fucking Lamar Jackson's at the Super Bowl and he's like technically on the field, but like in the corner, like clearly not. It's got to be in the stands, I would think, because you're going to see at least 10 guys on the sidelines. Yeah, and also like a, a... Box counts, right? Like, if they're in a luxury box, that counts as the stands, right? I think so. But these are just the unknowns that they control, and it's just not fair. Yeah. So, we'll stay away from that. Will O.J. Simpson attend the game? 
Seven to five says yes. Uh, seven, seven and a half to one says that says yes. Uh, uh, what's his What's his parole like? Can we get it. I mean, he a, lives it. He lives in Florida. But he also has a house in Vegas, or someone he knows lives in Vegas. I mean, I don't think he's. Is he on parole? Or, yeah, he is on parole. He's huh? got to be on parole. I'm pretty sure every person that comes out of prison is on parole. Like, no matter what you did. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Like, it might be like six months or three months, but like, pretty sure 100% of people that come out of jail are on some form of parole. Yes, that's, that's true. He's definitely on parole. And for him, I'm, I'm going with life on parole. It might not be life in prison, but he needs to be life on parole. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like these props that will the loser make the playoffs next year. Like you gotta wait fucking ten years. I gotta oh, yeah. make the gotta bet. Wait. I gotta make the bet now, and then I gotta wait until fucking next January to find out. I don't hate plus two thousand uh, Julia Rose or Laura Summer getting shown flashing. I I don't hate that either because I think they probably will again. The only How problem are they going? Yeah. The only problem oh. with that is is with baseball. There's a set location that no matter what, the camera has to be on that location. Mm-hmm. A bunch. That's not the case with football. Mm. You have to pan to the stands at a certain location, and they have to do it, and someone has to miss it. Like You can't take the camera away from the pitch in the middle of the World Series. You, know, yeah. you, can't, you can't pan away from that. You can pan away from anywhere in the stands in a football game. They would have to be like she's in the owner's box and <laughs> like pull goes tits out for the boys in the middle of, of that. I don't know why. I'm just picturing Jerry Jones and her in a box together. <laughs> he gets caught and he's like Yeah, Jerry I mean Jerry, that's that's a dream come true for Jerry. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. There's a there's a ton of fun ones. Uh but yeah, let's I guess I guess we can move on to, to our more specific ones. That we like, um, Sully. You already kind of started it off a little bit. Before so already, you, why don't you why don't you give a little quick recap of your of your? Uh, me and you had one uh, of the like, same with Tyree Kill. I like I like Chiefs to win by one to six. Um, I think it's like plus three forty or something. I like Niners to win plus three forty. Similar, like I said, from one to six points. Like I said, it's a close. It's going to be a close game. We're pretty much all sure of that. Only way you lose is if it's a touchdown or more game. Um, I think it's going to be a one-score game. Um, like I said, field goal, six points. So if you're betting on a close game, I think that's good to take to- both those bets and, and hedge. You'll win. you have a nice payout still. Um, I like Tyree Kill over 28.5 yards, longest um, catch. He can burn Sherman like Adams did last week. Um, 28.5 yards isn't a lot for... Um, Hill or for Mahomes doesn't even have to be a deep play. Honestly, it could be a deep post or something. You know, broken play. You could take it. It could be a ten-yard pass, a two-yard pass, six thirty yards. There's so many possibilities for that with Mahomes' arm and Hill's after the um, ability to run. So um, I like Hill over seventy-six yards. I like anything having to do with Tyreek Hill. I like over five and a half rushing yards. I love over five and a half rushing yards. He's going to have two or three carries, I think. On the on the reverses, only thing to be worried about that 
a little bit is if it's a pass in front. If it's a if it's a shovel, that's not a it's a pass. It's not a run. It's one thing if you bet that to be aware of. But I think he'll get a, I think he'll get seven or eight yards on at least one of his runs, if not ten or twelve. Also, most also, most wide receiver screens come in as technically <clears throat> handoffs because they're throwing it backwards. That's the other. That's the reverse side of that. Wait, what? So if he is a, if they run a wide receiver screen and and Mahomes throws a pass, but it's he throws it backwards. It's it's does that happen a lot on a screen? More uh, than you think. It de- no, yeah, it, de- it depends because sometimes it's like a one yard or at the line of scrimmage, but sometimes you're right. Sometimes it's a couple yards behind. Yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, saying they toss it back. You know, I'm talking about like a miracle. Yeah, two yards or, behind. Yeah, a, yard a year, but a yard or two behind. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but um, those those are the, a bunch of the ones I like. In addition to the A Rod one, um, there's another one I I, I like. Oh, it was a um, Super Bowl. It was a it was a quarterback prop. It was <clears throat> there was two I liked. It was um, it's not great odds, but I'm really I'm really about it. It's Patrick Mahomes um, second quarter touchdown pass, and it's only minus one fifty. But if you've seen Patrick Mahomes or the Chiefs at all, not even just in the playoffs, the whole into- whole year, um, like he threw for like two hundred seventy yards, three touchdowns against the Raiders early in the year. He goes off. This team starts slow. Don't be surprised if they start slow. Don't don't be afraid to take Niners first to ten points or something. I, or, li- I literally have Patrick Mahomes second touchdowns. He's thrown uh, <clears throat> a touchdown. Set the second quarter is the most touchdowns he's thrown by far this year. It's not by far. It's like I think it's twelve in the in the second and ten in the first. Oh, okay. Um, he's. Yeah, at, and out of his 76 career regular season touchdowns, he's thrown 24 in the second, which leads it the sick this first quarter is second with 20. So a third of his touchdowns are in the second quarter. And um that doesn't include the playoffs because the playoffs he's thrown at least five or six in the last two weeks. Another reason I like second quarter touchdown is you got to think they're it's before halftime. Like end of the game they sometimes they have to run it cuz they're up. But the end of the game, end of the half, obviously everyone's trying to score. So, you know, they're going to get the ball at some point with under five minutes to go, and it's going to be hurry up, and they're going to they're gonna score. It's just a matter of how. And if that's if you didn't score a touchdown the first 10, 12 minutes of the quarter, you have that two, three minute, two minute, three minute period at the end where they'll probably, they're definitely getting points, and it's probably going to be a Mahomes touchdown. So I love it at minus 150. Um, I'd love it at anything, really. And then, um, where was it? Mahomes to not throw an interception. Total interceptions. Um, under a half, uh, minus 135. Like that as well. I don't see Mahomes throwing a pick. When was the last time Mahomes threw a pick? I don't fucking know. A while ago, probably. A while. Uh, you know, minus 135 is in incredible odds, but um, like I said, I, I mean, the secondary... It's very good. It's it's amazing, actually. It's a lot because of the front seven. But I'm confident Mahomes will take a sack, scramble, throw it away. He's never been someone to turn the ball over. He's never been one this year or last year. Turns it over so a few amount of times. He just doesn't... He, all of his chances are calculated chances where he's got he's got Tyree Kill. And he's got Tyree Kill getting a 90%, 80% chance to catch the ball and... 
And as long as he doesn't underthrow it, it's going to be a touchdown or an incomplete. It's not going to be a, a pick. So, um, under 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 a half a pick as well for for Patty Mahomes. I like it, so I like it, Dave. You want to go? Or you want me to go? Uh, I can go. I got a couple of uh, similar right. ones to Sully, but um, I, I also like the the Tyreek Hill over seventy four and a half or seventy five, whatever receiving yards. Um, I like that. I also had the Mahomes, Mahomes second quarter TD. Uh, I also like Mahomes to to have the first TD pass. I think that's as much about Jimmy G as it is about Mahomes. Uh, I mean, the guys has has one touchdown the last two games combined. Mahomes had five in his last game alone. Uh, kind of speaks for itself. There, Niners are clearly going to come in with a run first approach. The Chiefs' pass defense is ranked, was ranked number two in the DVOA the last ten weeks or eight weeks or something like that. So the pass defense is clearly their strength. So, I mean, you have to assume that they're going to come out trying to use the run, especially how given how successful it was last week. And that's one area that the Chiefs aren't fantastic in. So Mahomes' first TD pass, love that as well. Also, Mahomes' longest TD pass, 14 and a half yards. Oh, my God, give me that over. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, yeah, and then the last one I had, I know we already talked about it, but the anthem over uh, for the same reasons I said before. we got to look at history and the situation Demi's in. Uh, so, yeah, Mahomes over longest TD pass, 14 and a half yards. Hill, Love Hill, all the same ways you do. Uh, rushing yards, receptions, receiving yards, longest catch, all that. Mahomes' second quarter TD and Mahomes' first TD pass of the game. I like it. I like it. I got a few. They, a lot of them involve my boy uh, Raheem. Raheem, uh, the dream. All right, good. We need some We need some Niner ones in here. for Two. Yeah, yeah. Two, two that I'd like for him. Are uh, over 67 and a half yards. I think that's going to be easy. I mean, you saw again what he did against the Packers. I think. Coleman might not even play. Exactly. I think. I think most of it's going to be good for at least 100 yards. Um, over 16 and a half carries as well. I think he probably gets 20 to 24 touches. At you know, at minimum, they're gonna they're gonna go with the run game again. They're gonna they're gonna keep. That's one to monitor with Coleman. Not to cut you off though, for sure. Yeah, that'll that'll definitely if Coleman if they're if they're incorporating Coleman, that one will be close. But I think I still if, think yeah. if he especially if he gets going early, I yeah. think they're just gonna keep feeding him the ball. Um one another one that I like, um uh, a first score, I think 49ers T D at plus two ten. I really like that. I think they're probably uh if they especially if they get the ball first, I think they'll probably have a good drive down the field, eat some clock. And, uh, you know, probably get a rushing touchdown there with my man Raheem. Um, another one that I like is has to do with the halftime show. I kind of mentioned it before. Uh, if Jennifer Lopez is going to show any butt cleavage, I think that's just – I think that's a given. I don't even think there's – We really, we really need it. I mean, for both business and personal use, I need a definition on butt cleavage from somebody. It is the bottom of the butt cheeks. I don't. I don't know if that's true. Exposed. I think it is. I don't. It's not. But you're thinking butt crack, like like booboo. Yeah, that's yeah. But that's what that's what cleavage is up top. But it's not. Butt cleavage but isn't 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 crack to yeah. me. Yeah, when we're talking, Dave, I think you of all people should know when it comes to the butt. It's a totally different beast. I'm aware. <laughs> I just I, I need some. 
Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that comment, first of all. I don't uh, know how I feel about that. Uh, but um <laughs> But I like I like your Tyree kill picks too, Sully. I think those are I think those are locks for sure. I think his rush total is uh half um for rush attempts, so I think you hammer the shit out of that because, like you said, what, he's gonna have what, rush attempts. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I didn't even see that. It's half. Yeah, it's a half. Oh, so I think you, I think you hammer that one. Um, where was the other thing that I looked at? Interesting. No one um, took anything with the tight ends. Oh, I I don't I don't know if you guys already uh, touched this one, but um, player comparisons. Um, the spread on passing yards for Mahomes and Garoppolo. Is sixty five and a half. Obviously, Mahomes favored there. Ooh. I think that's a lock. I think he's gonna. I think he'll probably have hundred and fifty more passing yards. <laughs> Jimmy G. I think yeah. that's an easy one. Let's, right let's there. get an alternate line there. Plus a hundred different for. And, in terms of tight ends, I also don't hate. Uh, it's probably plus seven fifty eight hundred now. Um, Travis Kelsey to have two two or more touchdowns. He's coming off a three touchdown performance. Last week against the the Texans, in no, the that, was, that was two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. last game. Um, and like I said before, he leads the NFL in red zone target share. Forty one percent of the time, he's being targeted in the red zone when the Chiefs are in the red zone. Forty one percent of the time, that's almost half the time that they get into the red zone, they're going to Travis Kelsey. So I think there's good value there. And also, you're going to call me crazy, but Will there be a safety at plus 950? Listen to these breakdowns. Plus 950 implies a, a roughly you know 10% chance, uh, a little less, a little more than 10% chance, or a little less. Um, there have been safeties in 18 different Super Bowls. That means wow. 17% of all Super Bowls have had a safety. More than that, there's 50-something Super Bowls, dude. Your man's... Not good. Sorry, 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 sorry. I was looking at the wrong number. It's nine. Nine Super Bowls have had a safety, which equates to seventeen percent. Oh, nine Super Bowls had a safety, which equates to seventeen percent. So you're getting roughly seven or eight percent value on those odds right away. So whether you like the bet on now or not, you're. I mean, that's that's almost a. A fifty percent better chance than what you're yeah, paying for. Yeah, great D lines too. Great, great sack people. Yeah. So I mean, sack. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's it's the best bet. I'm saying there's a lot of value. The numbers say there is a lot of value there based on history. Yeah, and uh, no, I think I I like that. That that is good, and that's great value. I uh, this surprisingly, I'm looking right now at something I didn't see before. Again, uh, player comparisons, uh, more completions. Patrick Mahomes, uh, six and a half more completions than uh, Jimmy G at plus one twenty. I, 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 that's free money. Yeah, I, I don't, don't, under, don't, I, don't under, I don't understand. But I, I think you got to hammer Jimmy, that. He just completed what six passes the other day. Yeah, he was eight for nine. Like, okay, Patrick Mahomes the is going to have the only defense thirty-five I have, attempts. I guess. Like, is I'm thinking if if the Niners go down early or if the Chiefs are scoring so quickly, but still, I, I still think it's going to be a close game and the Niners are going to stick to their script and uh, the Chiefs are going to throw it a lot, like they always do. Also, another one that people might not be thinking 
at a at a thirty thousand foot view, they might not like this. But at minus one fifteen, I like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo to be the first qu- quarterback sacked. Um, and it's not you know obviously not a positive, yeah. for, but when you look at the numbers, Niners defensive line is great. They average three and a half, three point two sacks per game. Kansas City's not far behind, two point nine sacks per game. Obviously, Mahomes has the clear edge from a mobility standpoint, which is obviously a help in evading sacks. Uh, but Kansas City is only allowed, and that this next number points to that, Kansas City is only allowed 1.6 sacks per game this season, while San Francisco has allowed 2.2. So if the trends continue, you're looking at a clear advantage for on both sides of that number for the, for the uh, Chiefs and... You're getting basically almost. You're getting close to even money. Minus one fifteen. It's not. I mean, it's not even money, but it's close. So, you know, I think that there's a there, there's a real chance on that one. I like I like that one a lot. If you're looking for some more Niners ones, obviously it's not a positive for the Niners, but you know, it's a Niners prop nonetheless. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I uh, yeah. I mean, we're def- we're gonna put out our our article too. Our, our yearly prop bet article this week. Um, we're at over an hour now for tonight. Anything else you guys want to hit before we uh, yeah. we call it on this we gotta, one? I mean, we got to gave... save some for the article. We need we need those clicks, baby. Yeah, we gave a we gave a ton. Um, yeah, yeah. So keep a lookout for that. It'll uh, we'll probably be what putting that out what uh, Friday or Saturday, Dave. We might uh, pro- probably tomorrow. We'll put it out. All right, even better. So Thursday, uh, it's Wednesday night. We're recording right now. So yeah, Thursday that that article might be. I look for it uh, before the weekend. Uh, take a chance to look it over. We did really well on it last year. We're gonna do really well on it again for you guys this year. Put out some really valuable information for you. Um, make sure to check that out. Make sure to check us out on the socials at Bleacher Fan at Bleacher Bets. Um, also, our store is live on the website. We have a ton of funny merch. A ton of. Uh, ton of topical stuff we got some custom bleacher fan merch they can check out that is really awesome sweatshirts uh hoodies quarter zips uh t-shirts everything we got everything so go check that out bags duffel bags uh do we have what uh, what else we got team specific stuff we got uh we got some kobe stuff coming soon uh so there's a bunch of cool designs we're adding new new ones every day every week uh you know, so if if you want something for your team specifically, we got all the inside jokes, all the topical stuff. So, uh, and if you don't see anything, send us an idea. We'll we'll mock something up for you. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, check that out, guys. The store is live, has been for a couple weeks. We're looking to really get that going. So make sure you go check that out. Support us in any way you can. Like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the show socials, and we'll see you on the other side of the Super Bowl.